Well, 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 guess who's back? It's me, Nova Luxurious, and welcome to Nova Thoughts. <laughs> I know it's been a while. Trust me, I'm about to give y'all the explanation and you know, hopefully you'll understand why I took some time to just get my life together. But before we go ahead and do that, I'm going to ask that you go ahead and subscribe. Um, if you uh, are on Instagram, you can follow me at Nova underscore Luxurious. If you're a music lover and you have SoundCloud, you can follow me at Nova Luxurious and on Twitter at Nova Luxurious. N-O-V-A-L-U-X-U-R-I-O-U-S. Yes. All right. <clears throat> now that I've gotten that out the way, I have been gone for a minute, and I know all five of my listeners <laughs> probably wonder, hey, nigga, where you been? So this is what happened. Okay, so August 4th was our, was the last time I, I, I did one of these things. So around August, on, on August 13th, not around, on August 13th, my bandmate Kiwan and one of our other uh, artist friends slash supporters slash Good Judy Monte Carlo um, died. They were killed or drowned. They went to Savannah on a day trip with two of our other friends and went to Tybee Island. You know, went on the beach, went to the south side. Oh, I got a message of the of the beach, um, you know, just chilling. And then the tide came in and they got swept with the tide. Let's see. August 13th was a Monday. Their bodies were found on Wednesday. And um, yeah, that was just a full kick in the dick <laughs> kind of situation. And that weekend I was actually planning to come back with a new episode and you know after all of that happened my um okay I really want her to uh, not message while I'm doing this I need to like I don't know how, how can I do this okay I guess we can do that there we go Move out the way. alright forgive me y'all um yeah I just did not feel my focus wasn't on podcasting it was on you know just you know comforting my band members and you know comforting our other friend who witnessed the whole scenario go down and um just you know we were just all in mourning and in shock and you know you can just imagine all those emotions that go through when you lose you know good friends and then you know, just the they died together, and you know, just you know, these are two for the Atlanta art scene. These were two very instrumental people in keeping this scene alive, afloat. They helped me when I was, you know, solo get on stages and get in venues. They helped. You know, I was in a band with Kiwan. Kiwan brought me in African Space Program. This was his whole baby. And he brought me in because he wanted, you know, he really liked, you know, respecting me as an artist and we were friends. And, you know, it just fit. So, yeah, you know, it was, it was, he was, he, he and Monte Carlo were just a big part of this community we have down here in Atlanta and losing them has been very painful for a lot of people um I've known them for the past five years I knew them I met them in 2013 and I used I mean from there up until they died I used to see them practically almost every day damn near every day you know for the past five years so that whole getting adjusted to not seeing them not hearing them not running into them not the messaging me back or calling me back or texting me back it was just a lot of that getting used to so as you can imagine i went through it i went through it honey um i shouts out to the african space program collective we are still together we have decided to soldier on for Kiwan in honor of Kiwan. Shouts out to the Atlanta queer DIY scene. Um, 
you know we are we have this whole experience has brought a lot of us together we are that much more of a community now like we are closer and we really you know value each other a little bit more you know and just you know shouts out to my my fam and my friends who you know had comforted me through this um, shouts out to Kiwan and Monty's families, you know, that was, they're still, you know, as you can imagine, I mean, this is still fresh, this is, they've been gone a month, you know, a month and a few days, so it's still fresh, you know, so, so that's what's been happening, I've just been taking time and dealing with that and, you know, us getting the band back, you know, back together getting new member you know a new member we gained a new member we're actually about to gain another member hopefully um so we're just you know trying to rebuild and you know move forward my other projects are still going good um you know things are just getting mastered and mixed and i'm just waiting you know waiting getting oh girl my mama calling me now lord it's like everybody want to call me and do things when I am trying to record. Hold on, Mom, I have to call you back. <laughs> or no, I'm gonna do this. <sighs> Forgive me, y'all. I am back. Sorry about that. My mom is um. That was her. She's going on a cruise. She's about to board her boat now. So she wanted to call and wish me, you know, her I love you's and all of that. And I couldn't begrudge her. I couldn't pass that up. You know, um, after dealing with all of this, you know, you, you learn to appreciate those types of moments um, a little bit more. And, you know, you're a little bit more aware of when they're happening. So, you know, so yes, um, so, you know. If you want you can all join me and wishing my mom a, a lovely holiday and a good send-off and a nice you know good time on her cruise you know just praying for safe travels for her and her friends um so yeah but back to me and and things but yeah i've just been you know that's what's been going on honey we've just been rebuilding and trying to you know power through and um it's been, it's not been easy, but um, thankfully because, you know, it's not just I who was affected by this. Kiwan and Monty knew and touched a lot of people. And actually a lot of people that I've known is through them and vice versa. Like we all know each other mainly through them. And so, yeah. It's just, it's just, uh, it's just been a process, man, and it's still an ongoing process. Um, but, you know, not to dwell on that, we're not gonna, we're not gonna hark on the, you know, on the tragedy. We're just going to build the legacy, okay? <laughs> but, um, a lot has been happening in my, in my little absence. Honey, a lot has been going on, and I guess we can just go ahead and talk about it, um, Something that's very near and dear to my heart. Um, the Dark Phoenix trailer was just released. And, you know, it's no secret about how I feel about the Fox adaptations of X-Men. They've all been trash. Like, from one all the way down to the new class. You know, which is this current rollout of movies. These past, I think, three. Like, there was first class and then there was days of future past and then there was the apocalypse one and now there's the dark phoenix one and then before that that was last and x2 and then x yeah all of them have in my opinion have been trash in retrospect trash like i as an x-men fan i tried to ride with them the first movie was decent i'll give you know them that the first movie was decent but then i started to realize with X2 and then X3 and then the first class by the first class it really hit me it's like okay so y'all just making this up as y'all go y'all not really following the comic books and I just had an issue with that because I just feel like you know I get that you know you can't cram 
the entire story into one film but you can definitely stay true to the content and adapt it but stay true to it and that's something that they just didn't do in any of the movies and it just became more apparent with each movie and now with Miss Dark Phoenix it's just like okay you're y'all just severely and seriously just making shit up and just doing whatever you want to do and I'm just patiently waiting for uh, the MCU to go ahead and you know just do their version of the X-Men you know now that that the merge is complete and they've gotten the characters back I think they're just gonna let this this one in that new mutants movie which I'm also not featuring um, I guess they just gonna you know roll them out or let them things roll out and then from there they just gonna go from there and I'm just hoping that Disney and Marvel do the X-Men right because the past 18 years have been back-to-back shitty movies i mean of course the box offices don't reflect that these these shitty movies are selling like hotcakes but they don't change the fact that they're shitty because they don't follow the story and they don't honor (laughs) the material so it's shitty to me and then not to mention i don't even want to go into how they sideswipe all the the X-Men of color, the mutants of color and these, and these honey and they just want to focus on these same five white people but we just, we're not going to go too deep into that because I don't want to come off like an angry black woman um so I'm just going to patiently wait for the MCU to go ahead and do their rollout and I hear that the MCU are planning on doing X-Men cameos and things at the end of Avengers 4 and then they're supposed to introduce Storm sometime in Black Panther 2 and so I'm just waiting and I'm going to see what they're going to do because I'm not really focused on Fox I'm definitely not going to go see that shit in the movie in the theater um I'm just not featuring it, so I'm just gonna wait for MCU, and um, I'm excited. I don't know about y'all, but I'm very excited to see what MCU has has in store because I already know what Fox is doing, and it's just a big bowl of boo boo. Um, let's see, what else is going on? Little Wayne has released the Carter Five. He released it yesterday on his birthday, so it's, it's he's been that shit's been going in pretty hard. Like, I haven't listened to the full album. I've been I listened to the song he did with Kendrick. Shit went hard. I listened to a few other songs, um, like two other songs, and yeah, pretty solid. Wayne is coming back. Is on a you know he's coming back strong. I like that. I do. I am actually a slick fan of Lil Wayne, so. I gave him a break when he started doing too much lean and all his shit started sounding the same and uninspired. I couldn't really get into it, but you know, it's looked like he came back. I hope, I pray he's off the lean. He's looking a little, I don't know how he looking out. Y'all seen recent pictures a little way. I don't, he just looked dried out. And there's no shade. I know he, I know he was never a beauty queen. I know he was never like the pretty, the pretty boy, but he's just looking dried out girl that's the best way I can describe that he just looks very dried out so we just gonna pray that he's okay (laughs) you know um one of my other slick favorite rappers Mac Miller passed away from a drug overdose um was it last week or a week before last yeah that wasn't cute I actually Mac Miller was one of the white boys that didn't get on my nerves you know he did his thing i liked his content he he wasn't trying to be something he was being himself in hip-hop and that's all i could ask for you know and he like many other a lot of these people apparently are they just on drugs and you know he succumbed to his habit and it's fucked up man a lot of people were trying to blame ariana grande because you know a lot of these trash ass niggas on twitter and stuff was saying you know had she not left him and da, 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 he wouldn't he probably wouldn't have did this and when she left it's you know it it hurt him and he that's why he started using more and it's just like you know listen honey i know i shade nacho bell grande sometimes it's really not her that i shade i actually root for her 
I just do that to troll her fans. But uh, we not gonna blame this little girl for this boy's death, honey. Listen, she dated him. They had, you know, their relationship ran its course. And I'm pretty sure that his drug use had something to do with it. And it was probably a toxic situation for her. And I'm totally with her on that, honey. You're not going to drag me to the gutter with you. So, you know, I love you, but I love me more, okay? And I'm going to have to go. And I'm with her. I was with her on that, honey. You know, you can't. I've been in a situation where I was dating a nigga that was starting to get into drugs. And then I saw that that shit was starting to take his take over his life so i got the fuck on out you know and it was the same situation when he really started to hit rock bottom he was trying to blame me and people around him who was sympathetic to his little you know to all of that that he was doing was trying to you know run that story on me too like oh girl you know the fact that you just up and abandon him you know it may you know he, this is the reason why he's like this it's like listen girl honey um he was like this anyway he lost control and when you lose control you lose things that's dear to you like loved ones family members friends and if you really get reckless your life you know you can't expect people to sit and deal with you when you are toxic you have to fix that so and I don't know Mac Millen I'm not you know trying to judge him like that I'm just simply saying like I know what that's like when you're in a in a situation with somebody who has an issue and they're not at that point where they want to get get better so you have to start thinking about you you know and that's a word for anybody who's going through that right now whatever it is if it's drugs if it's alcohol or they just abusive as fuck you know don't don't sit there and allow them to drag you down too you have to decide you know you have to decide how much you love yourself once again I'm not a dating expert I'm not a life coach I'm just somebody who has been through a little bit of something something you know and honey I recognize that shit right off the bat when I saw that the nigga was doing too much I was like okay girl listen I, I, I can't do this and I'm not going to <laughs> And you're not going to have me out here looking crazy because of this shit. Like, I was starting to, I was just starting to look stupid in these streets. And I just wasn't, and you know, so, not to make this all about me. I understand where Ariana was coming from when she left him. So, we're not going to blame her for that. Mac Miller made choices in his life. And he chose to experiment with drugs. He chose to keep indulging in his habit he chose to um not get help or maybe he did get help but he chose to he made the choice to backslide and or whatever the case and those choices led up to his demise and you know r.i.p to him you know rest in power mac miller i'm sorry that you know them drugs overtook you I'm sorry that that happened to you because you was definitely a talent. So that shit happened. <sighs> yeah, that was really sad because, you know, it's just like, it just feel like all these people that just dropping out of here like flies and way too young, you know. Um, What else happened, honey? I know it's old ass tea and I'm not going to hark on it too long. Aretha passed. Her funeral was epic. That is how you send yourself off, bitch. Now, that is a fucking send-off. You know, I live for the whole pomp and circumstance of it all. Everybody minus Ariana Grande, no shade, girl. Um, yes, that dress was too short. When ain't nobody slut-shaming this girl for saying that, girl. It was a lot of thigh meat out in that vestibule, bitch. I'm so sorry for you girls that want to act like you know, you just come to, come to tr church and things in a coochie dress and think that shit is cute. That shit is it's 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 just it was just a lot of thigh. You know, not calling her a slut or anything, but yeah, girl. And that's not on some you know, ooh, you enticing the men and all of that. But it's just like, girl, anything could happen, girl. You could have been walking up or down them steps, tripped and falling because your dress is 
up to your coochie or your ass could have been displayed on live stream <laughs> and not and not and you weren't even trying to do that so yeah girl that dress was a little bit too short but you know whatever that preacher man that was you know getting a little too touchy i mean i'm not gonna go as far as to blame him for like i'll say he was trying to feel her up but he was definitely a little bit too touchy touchy so actually yes i am so i don't know yes i am yeah he 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 didn't touch anybody but her because she you know so yeah he was a little bit too touchy touchy and he deserved the little dragon he got online because nigga keep your hands to yourself um so we ain't gonna hark on that but that funeral was epic that's a that's that's how you properly that's a proper send-off that is how ideally you go out in this world honey you live a full ass life and then when you go you, you go you're surrounded by people you love you know not an overdose alone in your home no shade to you know all the girls that that's happened to but you get where i'm going like that's how you that's how i want to leave this world honey old accomplished happy <laughs> and surrounded by everybody that loves me and that I, I love them um one of my friends and i high key had a little not high key but low key had a little because she was like, girl, you just so uh, about her funeral stuff. Like, well, girl, honey, Aretha lived. Aretha has lived a full life. She's fully accomplished. She got to see her kids grow up. She got to do and experience things ten times over. So, you know, she's she's died in her old age, and now we're doing a proper send off. So, her, you know, I don't feel like the way I feel like I don't have the same feelings like how I feel about when a Mac Miller dies at 26 at the you know not even really the peak of his career like at like he's still getting to the peak of his career was still getting to the peak of his career and he took got taken out by them drugs you know I mean that's not the way I want to go uh, you know that's not the way I don't I don't think anybody wants to go like that I don't think and and the fact that you know yo these kids don't even have proper legacies you know what I mean so anyway I ain't mean to just hark on that but you know with all the people dying so young it's just like girl it's just a lot so um that happened uh apparently Danity Kane is back together I was waiting on the Dumb Blind EP. Next thing you know, I look up because I'm like, okay, girl, this White Hot Lies song. I mean, y'all released this a while ago. It's been playing, but what's, what, what else y'all got? I look up and they back together and they doing a joint tour slash album where they're going to do a Danny Kane album and they're going to perform on tour their solo stuff. I mean, I'm here for it. That's a cute compromise. I think that's a good compromise for them. Um... You know, everybody's got room to shine how they want to shine. So hopefully there should be no shade. And hopefully, um, you know, people keep their hands to themselves, Dawn. And hopefully girls don't say too much slick and reckless shit at the mouth, Aubrey. <laughs> and uh, Shannon, girl, you just, I'm praying for you, girl, because you got to be the peacemaker for these bitches. Because you know these two girls don't quite see eye to eye and it was very apparent because i watched the interview that they did and um it just looked like aubrey was trying to hold back some shady comment in her mind so when dawn was talking so it was just and and shannon was looking very like okay aubrey bitch i feel I feel that you got some shade brewing up in there y'all girls keep it cute on this interview like I just feel like Shannon is on pins and needles around these two because she know that they don't really vibe but uh I'm here for it I like Danity Kane as a group there ain't really no good girl groups out now and I'm really craving one so I want them to work because I like them I like their sound I like what they give um you know yeah <laughs> and you know it's no shade well there's june's diary there's another that's a good girl group but they're just not getting the push that 
I, they need. And then there's uh, there's Fifth Harmony, but I really wasn't. It's no shade to them girls. I was not really featuring them. Um, it's no shade. You just I think you just out of my age bracket. But I am living for Miss Normani as a solo artist. I see her. Um, I've seen. I've been watching her. And when she did that uh, Janet tribute at the BMI Awards, I think it was, or some like awards little thing, she did that. So. I'm I'm here for um her, but I'm, yeah, I'm just I need a good girl group. I need some girls that's gonna get along and stay together and work together and be those girls for me. Um, it just ain't happening yet. I'm praying. I'm still waiting though. I ain't giving up hope. Um, what else has happened since I've been away? Ah, uh, how could I forget? So about a week and a half ago, right? <laughs> Y'all know what happened, honey. Miss Nikki and Miss uh, Cardi. Miss um, Cardi saw about Miss Nikki at that uh, Harper's Bazaar icon party that, <laughs> according to Naomi Campbell, there were just no icons there. So, and I'm, I agree with her. I feel like that's somebody um who could say that comfortably <laughs> and she'd be right um but um so yes this Harper Bazaar, Bazaar uh, Harper's Bazaar party happened and in New York Fashion Week and I guess honey Miss Nikki said one or two too many slick things and got up at Miss Thing and honey all that talking that Nikki has been doing oh that was another thing her flop album came out um queen queen of the nothings um her album came out and um it's all right i you know nikki for me it's always been a mixtape like her albums always come off like mixtapes and you know that's cute but and not even like really really good ones it's like two or three good songs and the rest of them is just like girl what is this and that's always been her albums and you know I think I've said this in another podcast but you know it's just like nothing's cohesive nothing's together her references are all over the place like in this current one she's talking about she's the bad guy but she's calling herself Chun-Li and Chun-Li was the good guy in Street Fighter you know but first she's Chun-Li then she's a but she's a Barbie but she's a it's just like girl your themes are mixing I mean you know y'all know how I feel about that girl anyway so you know and you know how everybody's been you know she's been threatened by Cardi since Cardi got that number one and Cardi's been <sighs> so it it came to a head and Cardi had enough and honey she ran up on that girl and Nikki was somewhere in the corner looking scared looking shook looking <laughs> trying to play it off like she's cool but it's honey girl you was shaking in them implants honey you was sis you was uh you was shookly runly chunly shookly bothered <laughs> you know she tried to play it off and then you got all these dumb barbs and, and everybody else talk about oh my god you know nikki's classy we don't fight in public how could you do that at a harper's bazaar event and fashion week and um y'all was just really trying to like act like cardi was so off-brand and off character and her approach to Nicki minaj and that's the issue that i'm having especially in this new fake woke you know uh generation where everybody want to be woke but i don't think everybody know what that means to truly be woke i think we just you know but um you know, because girls, we'll get into that debate. That'll be my final thought. Um, but anyway, y'all uh, acting like Cardi B. Y'all talking about she's a hood rat and she's this and this and that. Cardi B has, not, has been Cardi B from the jump. So y'all talking about she a hood rat. Y'all made this hood rat famous. And that's just all I'm going to say about that. So I don't understand. And money and fame don't just instantly change you into some dignified, debutante, socialite girl. It only amplifies what you already are, honey. 
and Cardi B is a ghetto girl from the Bronx who is with the rowdy, the rowdy shit. So I personally enjoyed it and honestly, I mean, because everybody's like, well, her career is over after this. It's like, no, it's not, girl. First of all, f- Fashion Week is nothing but coked up celebrities and wannabes and models all in a in in one space posted up getting drunk getting high and you know doing whatever it was just, it was a party girl if anything they gave new york fashion week some excitement and something to talk about and that is always good for business so and as we can see from you know from that point up until now cardi b has been to Paris Fashion Week. She's performed and she's doing things. I mean, she's still she's still there, looking rather high fashion, might I add. The I think it was this past week she can't she was pictured in this like 1950s inspired Christian Dior look with that with the those type of hats. I don't know what you call those hats, but I really like them. They look like little saucers. She's just, I mean, she was just giving like high glam slut thing tease that I really liked. And it's everything. I'm starting to like Cardi more and more just because, you know, she's she's doing it right. She's doing everything that Nikki should have did. And she's doing it the right way. And that's just all I got. And, you know, you girls are pressed because she's winning. But yeah, we're going to not get into her because I really want that whole thing to be my final thought. So we're going to move on and see what else, is, what, else, what else has been happening this week that I could think of right off the cuff. I think I've pretty much covered everything that interests me. Oh, duh. Bill Cosby has been sentenced to three to ten years in prison. So basically, I guess they're trying to make sure that this nigga die in jail. Um... I, I don't know. I really don't have much for Bill Cosby. A lot of niggas have been defending this nigga, and it's really making me look at you niggas sideways. A lot of you women have been defending Bill Cosby. It's making me look at some of y'all sideways. I really don't have much for that. You know, my feelings on Bill... I think I've stated it before, honey. He he dug his own ditch, and now he got to sit up in that shit. So, I mean, you know, my prayers go to his wife and his family um, and to Bill. Hopefully, you know, people leave him alone in jail. You know, that man old, just let him sit in his cell and be old. Let him have his meals and let him have his little, you know, don't just leave, leave Bill Cosby alone. And let him do his little three to ten years. Hopefully, I pray he he lives through it. I don't want him to die in jail. But it's look like it's looking like that's what they trying to do to him. And, you know, you got all these hoteps and all these niggas talking about. You know, if it was the white man, and you're right. But that's why I really don't have an issue or an issue. I really don't have much for Bill because Bill knew that. Bill thought his money was gonna save him, and Bill got that nigga wake up call bill thought he had transcended race and that was his issue and that's what that's my issue with him and that and that's why he felt like he could do what he could do he thought he could play that white man game and emphasis on white man you're not a white man honey so you know yes it's not right that bill is a is paying for his crime and these white men or it is right that bill is paying for his crime but you know what i'm saying like and these other people are out here free and living their life and and people still respect them act and act like that shit ain't happening that they was doing it is a fucked up situation but it still don't change the fact that this nigga was out here raping women you know so you know i don't know i just can't i can't be on that fight of like oh this is unfair like i can't i just can't because i have a mother and i have female cousins and 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 female friends that i've grown up with that are, are like sisters and if anybody did some shit to that like that to them i would contemplate whether or not i could do prison because i'm going to you know fight for them in some way so you know, I really can't 
you know, just as somebody who has a mother and who's seen my mother deal with, you know, men, <laughs> you know, having, you know, just in everyday interactions and how some men can be, you know, I get that. So, no, I'm not going to sit up here and, uh, I'm not going to sit up here and defend Bill or fight on Bill's behalf. You know, nigga, you, you did that shit. All them women ain't lying. This is a four decade long ass rap sheet, girl. Everybody ain't lying, girl. <laughs> this shit been following you for 40 years, nigga. Everybody ain't lying. So, I don't know, Bill. Um, <laughs> Like I said, I just pray you don't die in prison. I pray that you... Die peacefully in your home with your family. That's all I got for you. But um, it's looking like the system ain't trying to let that happen, honey. They gave you a sliding scale, three to ten, and this nigga's like eighty some years old. Like, girl, really, three to ten? So basically, they trying to have your ass die in prison, you know. And I mean, I can't even. I just, I'm, I'm, I am neutral on the situation. Um. So what else happened after that? Okay, so Bill's in prison. Um, oh, Kavanaugh. So I haven't really been following the Kavanaugh hearings. I was going to, and then there was something that happened. Oh, one of the uh, fathers from the, uh, not Sandy Hook, but the, the high school in Florida that got shot up. The um, one of the um fathers of one of the victims who died was at the hearings for Kavanaugh and during like a recess like right as they were getting up to go to recess he approached him he was just like hey you know um you know he introduced himself told him you know my daughter was in the do -do -do -do. you know my daughter was one of the victims of that shooting the Parkland is it Parkland yeah Parkland and Kavanaugh looked at him, looked him up and down, and turned his back on him in the middle of him, extending his hand in a handshake. And from there, I knew all I needed to know about that fuck nigga. So, uh, apparently, this past week, he, uh, he had a tan, he threw some little tantrum because he just couldn't take the fact that people were digging into his past and questioning everything because he's up to be a new Supreme Court judge. That's what this whole thing is. And, you know he just broke down under just being his having his integrity and things questioned and he just doesn't understand how this could be and i'm just like girl you already lost with me when i saw what you did to that man you know turning your back on him like that so i really have nothing for him and that man he's a better man than me because i probably would have <laughs> and that's why god know to keep me out of situations like that Cause I am very like I just don't like people be blatantly like oh so you just gonna you just gonna about face on a hoe you just gonna turn your your back on me bitch as I'm trying to give you the chance to be great he probably got punched in the back of his head doing some shit like that to me uh, personally and then you know so that's why you know like I said God knows to keep me out of those situations honey so Miss Kavanaugh she just can't take all this questioning and now all these you know she's all these women are coming forward and saying how he was just this lecherous you know rapey ass nigga throughout college and his young life and you know coming up in the ranks he's just been out here pull you know victimizing women like a lot of these men and you know he just broke down under the pressure and he pulled this tantrum and he's angry and he's crying I, this whole current era administration is trash. All the people they recommend are trash. They just keep showing themselves to be trash on a daily basis. And yeah, a bitch is getting her passport and I'm getting the fuck up out of here. I've decided, I think I'm, that decision is like looming in my mind more and more. It's, it was in the back of my mind and now it's, creeping to the front on the on the side it's like on the side but it's veering more towards the front because i'm really like yeah i gotta honey we're gonna have to break up out of america for a minute honey just give her a break because um, this administration is doing <laughs> way the most i mean they are just really showing you their ass to kiss showing us all their asses to kiss and you know all the people that they picking are just trash ass people
I'm just, I'm, I don't know. So Kavanaugh is having a tantrum and I could care less. Honestly, that's really where I'm at with it. Um, so I guess I'm done with current topics. I'm all caught up. So those are the things that stood out to me. And I guess I can go ahead and go to my final thought, but I'm going to go pee first. So I'll be back. All right. And I am back. Hey. And this is going to be my final thought. So, okay, my final thought really is just this whole, and I'm, I'm, I know this is going to sound like I'm really not a Cardi B stan. Um, I just, for the sake of this argument and, you know, we just, I don't know. I feel like in this past, I'm trying to frame my argument in this past little however long Cardi B has been out and really it's before her it was started with Iggy and you know with the whole cultural appropriation conversation and you know Bruno Mars was thrown in there and now Cardi B is the new target for the you know the the triggered and the fake woke and everybody else to attack and vilify and act like you know they just exist out of some vacuum that we all didn't have a hand in creating, you know. Um, like I was saying, with the whole Cardi B ended up fighting or coming at Nicki Minaj, you know, could she have handled it differently? Of course. I mean, there are, you know, always different ways to handle any situation. Um... But like I stated, you know, y'all wanna y'all act like y'all act like this is this is new. Like y'all like I don't know what y'all acting like Cardi B hasn't been this ghetto girl. Y'all acting like Cardi B lied and told y'all she wrote all her shit. Y'all acting like Cardi B ain't black. <laughs> Y'all acting like, and she is, you know, she's a black Latin girl, you know, she's got some sofrito and all of that mixed up in that soup, you know, beans, rice, and, and, and all of that. She's mixed with all of that, so, but she's still of African descent. Y'all act like, y'all act like everything that Cardi B is, Nikki. Cause that's a lot, and that's a lot, especially with a lot of the fake woke girls. They've been trying to do this comparison between Nikki and Cardi, and they really are acting like everything that Cardi is was just not everything that Nicki Minaj has always pretended to be. Like y'all over here saying that. I remember Zelia was like, Cardi B is some caricature of a black woman, and it's a negative caricature of a black woman, and. You know, she's peddling this image and it's not right. But for the past 10 years prior to prior to Cardi B emerging onto the scene, Nicki Minaj has been that same caricature. Excuse me. I can't say that word fast. She's been that same girl. Nicki Minaj has used ghostwriters. Whether y'all want to admit it or not, whether she wants to admit it or not, that girl has had help. All these rappers have help. Kanye got help. Diddy had help. Well, we all know Diddy had help. Diddy was just... It, it was just the open secret that uh, Mace wrote a lot of his lyrics and, and things. So, you know, and that Kalina and Dawn basically wrote that Dirty Money album. I mean, let's not act like <laughs> this shit is just new and we were all okay with it. So now that it's all come to this culmination into a Cardi B now we want to act like something's being taken from us and the wool has been you know we have been fooled for so long no this has been going on um we don't want to point fingers at our black faves who endorse a lot of this problematic ass shit you know, this whole, I just feel like we need to, A, you know, we just, we just, 
I just feel like those dots are not being connected. It's just we're going to blame the person that's the easiest target to blame instead of really blaming people who are responsible for this kind of because this is this whole thing is a result of the larger thing i'm not going to go too deep i'm not going to give you my conspiracy theorist thing but you know we're not really taking those things into account you know everybody was yelling at uh iggy azalea or every, attacking iggy azalea but very few people was really pointing the finger side on at t.i for endorsing and putting money on that shit but then you know all these black girls out here who are trying to get a leg in the industry these niggas pass over them for y'all attacking cardi b and cl claiming she's a culturally appropriating which that is a lie because latin people have always been in hip-hop culture from the start so we're not going to even go there latino people west indians and the latin girls all those island girls of the caribbean who was living in new york all of them have have uh roots in hip-hop latinos have always been a part of hip-hop culture so we're not going to even act like that's a foreign concept like all of a sudden these latin girls are coming in and they taking over hip-hop no girl they've always been here um jesse torero and i think is it his brother torero brothers they have been directing rap niggas videos all throughout the 2000s so no uh a lot of the puerto ricans have always been a part of the breakdancing and b-boy culture we're not gonna act like that ain't a thing you know so uh but instead of y'all y'all are jumping on cardi b and, and accusing her of that but meanwhile bad baby is over here thriving like the same niggas that's oh cardi b is cultural appropriating boop 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 boop, boop. i've seen these same niggas on twitter talking about oh you know i really love bad baby she's down she's invited to the cookout that's another thing uh we'll get into that at another day this whole cookout concept but we'll get into that um i just feel like y'all not really it's a lot of infighting and y'all not really attacking the main i don't know but that's my final thought it's like just just really think about these things like you know because miss bad baby got all the ghostwriters all of the endorsements by these rap niggas like all these rap niggas are breaking their necks to get on board the bad baby train and y'all niggas is like attacking cardi b and mad at cardi b for thriving so i just don't understand <sighs> i just don't um and like i said i'm not a cardi b fan like staying like that i just you know at the end of the day she's a likable personality and she is just on her come up season this is her season to come up and she's taking full advantage and doing a good job might add minus the you know she definitely needs to learn how to just like take a break from social media she definitely needs to just not let all of this take you know get under her skin but you know she's not used to this so um in a way i guess i guess on the surface it does sound like i'm just caping for this girl extra hard i just like i said it's not that i'm caping for her i just don't like i'm just seeing how these y'all are trying to frame these arguments and using cardi b it is just like i just feel like it's not done properly it's like oh no I'm like no it's just of all the examples you you got bad baby out here you got all these little white boys who coming in trap and doing things and y'all girls just letting them thrive and, and, and inviting them to cookouts but cardi b get it up way hidden y'all niggas swear she is the she is trying to you know steal black culture from y'all that's just not the case um and um yeah Nicki minaj is a bully and she sneak disses and she all the tactics y'all mad at cardi for doing Nicki Minaj is the found you know she she's one of the girls like the girls like Cardi B are following the template that Nicki Minaj left 
and I don't think y'all are understanding that or y'all are not trying to because it, it clearly kills your argument but that's where my issue is is like you can't be mad at somebody for doing something but you condoning somebody else doing the same thing it doesn't work that way um and I would rather Cardi B because she's actually a stripper Nicki Minaj has been pretending to be a stripper bitch Cardi B actually comes from that world Eve came from that world and um has made done done <laughs> the growth is real with Eve honey she done went from strip club in Philly to marrying a blue blood living in Scotland I mean hey talk about a 180 on a hoe <laughs> um anywho I guess I'm done rambling hopefully my final thought had a point in there I felt like my point was made I'm, but yeah uh, just you know these arguments and these uh, discussions are needed I welcome them cultural appropriation and all of that but like you know let's really be unbiased and really if you're gonna have those arguments and things I just feel like you know let's really be unbiased and look at everything and not just point all your frustrations and and all of that towards one person one entity that ain't necessarily responsible for you know Cardi B is just a product of what's hot and popular of the times you know everybody want to be ratchet and live vicariously through ratchet people but now all of a sudden Cardi B oh she's ratchet she's okay well girl but you know I'm looking on your uh, timeline and uh, in your feed and you got a video of you twerking Thompson yes I'm ratchet tonight yes so girl which is it is ratchet good or bad because a few minutes ago you was loving being ratchet so like ratchet ratchetness is a culture now it's it's a whole thing like it's a whole lifestyle now to be ratchet to live a ratchet life so i don't know <laughs> but y'all i just i just feel like y'all girl y'all arguments be falling apart because i'm looking at the whole thing i'm looking at the whole picture and y'all are just looking at one part of the picture and trying to put everything on this one one section of the puzzle honey no i'm looking at the whole thing girl but anywho i'm not gonna rant long that was my final thought i guess this is my welcome back into me doing these things i'm gonna try to get one out to you guys and girls next week or maybe the week after because we got a lot going up some big things are happening i forgot to mention african space program if you're in the atlanta area for pride for the mainstream pride which is the weekend of october 13th and 14th african space program will be performing at piedmont park october 13th on the nissan stage at two o'clock so be there yes honey just be there and yeah um can't wait to see you know all you pretty faces out there in pride um for, for the rest of you honey have a good weekend have a good week um and i will talk to you later smooches honey